listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. And I'm super excited to welcome back to the studio Cruzy McCalligan, uh, our midweek audio columnist. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I, I'm looking at the Facebook Live, and for our listeners who want to see Cruz and want to hear her there as well, you can go there, uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Of course, you can also go to Cruz's Facebook as well, which is Cruz on RTHK Radio 3, um, and I've tagged her there. And I just suddenly realized I forgot to connect. The, I mean, the, the listeners will still be able to hear us through the phone, but not through this audio. Anyway, I'm glad. <laughs> it doesn't I'll matter. I'll speak really loudly. <laughs> yes, no one can enunciate. Um, <laughs> what have you got for us this week, Cruz? Okay, I thought maybe it would like enough time had passed since you know toilet apocalypse 2020 <laughs> that i could discuss toilet paper so i'm hoping it has i hope people are not like that's too soon that's, that's too, too soon, soon. Right. no it's not too we're soon we're talking about papier de toilette today for or- some of our international listeners <laughs> they may not know what have happened oh right a- so okay so obviously everyone in hong kong heard a rumor well not everyone in hong kong but there was a rumor going around that uh with uh covid19 um mainly on the uh, affecting the main, mainland China, that there was going to be a problem with toilet paper supply. And so people went and started hoarding it and mass buying it and you couldn't find toilet paper anywhere, which is hilarious and bizarre. And also quite funny because I've always found that toilet paper, if it's the one item you need from the supermarket, is quite embarrassing to buy. If it's just the one item, if you literally walk into a supermarket by yourself and come out, because you're not going to buy one roll. Well, no. If you go out and buy one roll or you buy 12 rolls, it's still the same thing. You know, someone's like, it like breaks the illusion that we don't use the bathroom when everybody uses the bathroom, right? But um, but yes, obviously everyone went out and started hoarding all the toilet paper and now we've seen that spread to other countries. It's happening in New Zealand. They have one case <laughs> and they're very far apart from each other, you know, unless the one person who sadly has contracted coronavirus decides to take a Forrest Gump style pilgrimage across the country. Um, I really, you know, stealing toilet paper. I don't really know what they're worried about. David on the Facebook page says... Uh, hello, uh, he's listening from Melbourne, Australia. And he goes, well, we've had a run on toilet paper here in Australia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> spreading. Come on. Um, and then I thought it was quite funny because I was thinking, you know, before that happened, obviously everyone went and bought all bought out all the staples, potatoes, rice, pasta, noodles. Remember, those all went missing from the supermarket. And I was wondering, did everyone suddenly click and go, oh, my gosh, it's all going to have to come out again. <laughs> so we better as well buy toilet paper. Um, anyway, but we're going to talk about toilet paper, which is kind of a... Um, you know, it's it's an interesting concept, um, especially because it's quite a Western thing, and it's quite a it's quite a first world problem to have a shortage of toilet paper. Um, in fact, seventy to seventy five percent of the entire world's population doesn't use it. Really? Yep. yep only about twenty five to thirty percent of the world, the population uses toilet paper. Wow. The solvent of choice in other countries is water. And you'll see that if you go across Southeast Asia. Of course, yes. Or even in like, even in European countries, people use bidets and things like that, you know. So it's it's actually, which could be argued as probably more hygienic than toilet Toilet paper. paper. But but yeah, so we're talking about this and panicking and there's people going, really? That's what you guys are, that's what you guys are worried about? Really? Okay. Um, So yeah, so a lot of people, a lot of, some people in parts of the world don't use toilet paper because they don't have trees nearby or they can't get access to it. And a lot of people don't use toilet paper because they can't afford it because it's actually quite a, 
in some ways it's quite a luxury, a luxury. product yeah. and i always find that hilarious because i'm an i'm an eco not an eco i am an eco conscious shopper but i'm also a budget conscious shopper and i do have to say i always laugh i always go to the, whenever i'm at the um the supermarket with my husband i'm like look this is and i hold up the most expensive toilet paper in the supermarket i'm like this is like wiping your tush with a quilt like why would anyone need this level of i mean i'm sure some people medically might require that level of comfort and softness but i'm like it seems insane for for what its purpose is that you could glamorize it but i'm going to talk a little bit later because of course celebrities also have to wipe their nether regions after ablutions and um i found some interesting facts about that as well so we're going to go there a bit later um but yeah so toilet paper and of course we use it for loads of different things um obviously i am um, i'm always really bad i never buy facial tissues when i have a runny nose um i don't have one now don't be f afraid of me <laughs> um but you know pe pe things like that people you know use them as packaging material cleaning products cleaning your glasses taking off makeup so we use it for lots of different things and it's quite an interesting innovative product when you think about it um interestingly as well um so so one ply toilet paper, which is for anyone who's lived in a shiny glass, the white castle on the hill and has never experienced one ply toilet paper. It's the toilet paper we get in public restroom facilities. It is one ply. It is one, la one, layer, one layer, one layer. And it's about, um, it's, uh, it's, they say that it's, it's, you know, that it's, it's about, uh, two, it's, uh, very very thin it's very very thin okay basically but two ply toilet paper um isn't actually double it's only a little bit thicker so it's kind of a misconception ah, yeah the ones yeah. up in the rthk lose <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a, a cut above yeah it's a cut above slightly um the, interestingly when people were starting to hoard i was thinking about this because you know we all saw the photos going around on social media of people's entire living rooms just stacks and stacks of toilet paper um so i actually looked into how much toilet paper the average person uses and they say that in average household the average roll of toilet paper lasts approximately five days so one toilet roll is about five days which when you think about it that's you know a thing of 12 toilet rolls that you've yeah. got that's that's a that's a month that's a month's supply how how many people in that household oh i think it's like three to two four or three yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean and obviously and everyone's well and isn't <laughs> suffering any sort of gastrointestinal condition um apparently consumers use approximately eight to nine sheets of paper per toilet use um and an average of 57 sheets of toilet paper a day which seems like a lot it seems like a it lot. seems like a lot um but that's all right. Um, apparently, 7% of Americans steal rolls of toilet paper in hotels or motels. <laughs> and I feel like that's not just 7% of Americans. I feel like that was a large proportion of any Hong Kongers in using public facilities over the last three months were probably getting a little bit sticky-fingered about <laughs> taking loo roll from bathrooms. It but just it, seems so gross yeah. to be taking. Oh, yeah. It is. It's a bizarre thing. Hey, um, they say that um, the way that you hang your loo roll is a sign of intelligence this is obviously incorrect but we're just going to indulge it for a minute so apparently if you hang your toilet paper so you can pull it from underneath from the bottom um you're deemed to be more intelligent than someone who hangs their toilet paper and has to pull it from the top i think i guess it's like so if the fold comes over the top it's harder to pull than if the fold comes under the bottom yeah so um oh, i shouldn't be using the word bottom in this context but you know what i'm trying yeah. to say um so yeah so apparently that's like one of those things that i don't know go home and, and check i've never noticed so I've i'm never, probably I'm, I'm, I'm probably the dumb one yeah, yeah. <laughs> me i'm like it's a challenge yeah. <laughs> um of course in a lot of countries people do not flush the paper which obviously can cause some issues if you've ever stayed in certain establishments in parts of uh, Southeast Asia around the world that don't have the ability to flush those papers. 
Um, they say that the average person uses 100 rolls of toilet paper per year. 100 rolls? 100 rolls, rolls the average per person. person. Which, again, seems like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just like, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, maybe I'm just frugal. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah. And if you compare that to people who are using water, it seems like it's a much more effective way to then just use water. It seems like a lot you know cost effective yeah everything else now the first recorded use of toilet paper as toilet paper um, would have been in China in the 6th century so it was a really long time ago which is amazing that we now have this issue with like you know supply and demand probably people are like well if this the, the rumour saying if it's not going to come down from China they're the ones that created it they would know or something um, but they say the, go the Chinese government didn't start mass producing it until the 14th century so from the 6th century people were using this like they had that kind of innovation around hygiene that a lot of other parts of the world didn't. I mean, if you think about it for a long time in other parts of the world, civilizations we had open sewers in the street. So, you know, so I think that's a pretty amazing thing. Um, but you couldn't go out and buy packaged toilet paper in the United States until 1857. So that was quite a lot longer. Um, you know, that was again later again. And it wasn't until 1935 that a manufacturer promised splinter-free toilet paper. Splinter-free. Splinter-free. So it took like a few hundred years for the product to be refined enough to not leave splinters in very sensitive areas. Um, Apparently, there was once in 1973, there was a comedian called Johnny Carson who joked there was a toilet paper shortage. And this was like one of, again, this is this has happened in history. We're not the first people to fall for this rumour. And everyone believed this joke and ran out to the store to stock up. And it took three weeks for people to resupply their toilet paper stock in 1973. So that was huge compared to, I mean, if you think about that, that was 1973, we're 2020. I mean, you know, this is apparently something that people do all the time. It's just, it's like a, not a very funny joke. Just don't make that joke. People will believe you, right? Apparently, it's an essential we didn't realize we didn't we didn't have um apparently uh, you know people use it for things other than the um their intended purpose during um desert storm the u.s army camouflaged their tanks with colored toilet paper um that was one thing. Charmin, the famous uh, toilet paper brand in the US, they had a uh, they sponsored a contest to design and make wedding dresses out of toilet paper, um, which is you know when you think about it, it's a beautiful, light, airy, breathable material. Exactly, and from a distance, you'd never know whether it was I don't know satin or yeah something <laughs> like that. From a distance, from a distance. <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> um, and the winner received two thousand US dollars for creating an amazing dress. And we know um, weddings are you know people cry a lot you know just yeah it's pull true out, just it's, it's beautiful that's a beautiful idea. Um, the Japanese horror novelist who wrote the movie The Ring that kept us all awake in our youth um, printed an entire novel on a single roll of toilet paper and the novel takes place in a public bathroom and the story is about three feet long which is amazing this is quite a, like a piece of like real intense sort of artistic artistic something there um, but as I said about four billion people on our planet don't use it. So when we talk about it, they don't um, they don't use it because they don't have trees in the region. They can't afford it. They don't have adequate plumbing. They prefer to use things like water, which is a lot more hygienic. Um, but um, they do. There is one place that they do use toilet paper that you would think, really, that was where they thought that we had to have toilet paper, and that is on the International Space Station. <laughs> so they have it up there, um, and but they have to seal it and compress it in special. Um, containers afterwards because obviously you know they don't have a lot like running water like a glass lock or something like a, <laughs> it shoops it up 
Um, but funny, they did. Um, they did some researchers did this thing about like our perception of toilet paper, and when they asked people what necessity they would bring to a desert, uh, deserted island, forty nine percent said they would bring toilet paper before they would bring food. That was like that was a priority to them before food was toilet paper. Forty nine percent, nearly half of people interviewed were like are toilet we, paper. I are couldn't we missing bear. something. I know. I was like, if it's an island, surely there's a lot of water around or leaves. Or leaves yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, maybe, um, but uh, it's it's quite a resource-intensive process making toilet paper. The world's population uses nearly thirty thousand trees every day in the amount of toilet paper that we use. That means ten million trees a year become toilet paper. That's um, a concept I never understood. Why you know you see a lot of uh, toilet papers in the supermarket, and they'll all be very proud to display virgin pulp. You know, we're cutting down trees to make paper to wipe, to wipe our backsides. Yeah, it seems ridiculous. And they're so proud to display virgin pulp, virgin pulp, 100% yeah. virgin pulp. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, horrible. right? Especially because just the term virgin pulp is actually disgusting. Yeah. And I don't know how yes. it's been made <laughs> as a marketing term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something's been overlooked there, if that's really what's getting you to spend your hard-earned dollars, I have to say. Um, interestingly, and I don't know why, but this fact came up on nearly every website I looked at about toilet paper. The Pentagon uses an average of 666 rolls of toilet paper every day. The Pentagon. Like, why? What goes on? What is going on there? I really want to know. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's all these different things that happen. And we do find that there's, you know, people have been interested in While there used to be a toilet paper museum in Madison, Wisconsin, that was dedicated solely to toilet paper, um, which at one time was uh, displaying 3,000 toilet paper rolls from around the world, um, but it's since closed, which I find quite disappointing because I kind of feel like it would be a fascinating museum I could put on a bucket list. They probably closed in time, otherwise they'd get robbed That's what during I was this thinking, time. right? But at knife point, which is something that happens <laughs> now, <heist>. apparently. <laughs> it's a heist. Um, before toilet paper, people... Uh, used things such as hay, um, corn cobs, sticks, stones, sand, moss, hemp, wool, and fruit peels. So people were pretty innovative and experimental. Sand? Sand. Sand. I don't even want to know what the actual... And a lot of like... I'm not going to encourage anyone to go Google this, but there's like a lot of scraping implements, which I just I, I just didn't need to see from weird museums around the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that necessary? Um Chris, Apparently, I love having you on the program. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, in the medi in many in the Middle Ages, they used to use something which was a scraping stick, but it was called a gomph stick, which <laughs> is, I think in the same league as virgin pulp. I think there's something about there's not really some good terminology for how this do you say it again? Gomph stick. Gomph. Gomph. Gomph stick. Hey, honey, <laughs> can you pass me the gomph stick? A gomph stick. Um, but it's funny because the people who are obviously um, you make a lot of money from something that's an essential that people need and we're realizing that now that it's becoming a commodity and people are paying huge amounts of money for something that you wipe your backsides with and could be easily substituted with a shower but um the joseph gaiety who uh, was the man who introduced packaged toilet paper to the u.s he was so proud of this that he actually had his name printed on every single sheet like he actually printed it <clears throat> not personally but like that was just the brand awareness like you have to know that that's a joseph gaiety square of toilet paper and now i wanted to talk to you a little bit about the fact that famous people obviously still have to wipe their bums which i think we forget um and of course they're not all like you know that's not going to be you know they're not going to use our one ply <laughs> one ply um public facilities loo roll so i looked into this and apparently um the most expensive toilet paper in the world is from a Portuguese brand called Renova. 
and um which doesn't sound again it's different from it's beyond virgin pulp gumpf stick territory okay renova um but renova is three ply so this is duvet backside duvet stuff um perfumed costs three us dollars per roll and comes in different colors including black red blue and green okay Mm. Black toilet paper. Yeah, and wow. apparently, okay. So Chris Jenner from um, the Kardashians. Kardashian. I don't. I only know who she is, but I don't have never actually seen her do anything. Um, she only uses the black tissue paper. That's a thing. She just uses this black brand, and Beyonce uses the red one. And I read um, a review of like of somebody in the US who reviewed the paper, being like, "Well, how could you use red paper?" And she said it was honestly the softest thing. It was. She said it was like wiping yourself with a high blend cotton T-shirt. That's how soft this t- tissue paper is. And you just think. And apparently, this is Beyonce's thing. She goes around the world. She goes and does all her concerts. And she um, she has to have red toilet paper, this special brand of red toilet paper, in all of her bathrooms. Wow. Which that's again, luxury. I'm just thinking, like, does that make it less what makes us humans type stuff? You know, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't think it's softer than, you know that plant called lamb's tongue? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah a, you could use that. That grows use, naturally, probably exactly. more sustainable. But yeah, so apparently that's what celebrities do. They use this idea of like coloured coloured toilet paper. Um, but of course, you know, we have to remember that these are things that go into our septic systems and they need to break down and that's why we shouldn't be flushing things. We shouldn't be flushing into toilets and I'm very passionate about drainage and waste management and I find in in, um, in Hong Kong we have an amazing drainage services department and every time they have an open day I'm like desperate to go because I find it really important that we're aware of these things. You're like, this is a weird series of interests I didn't realise you had because that's correct, Noreen. Um, so I find it really fascinating. I'm um, so in awe of the things that you say. No, you know what I mean? Like, we think that, you know, we have this disposable throwaway culture and people don't realise that everything we do, including going to the bathroom, has an effect. Um, And the reason that toilet paper disintegrates so quickly is because the fibres used to make it are really, really short. So it's designed to disintegrate properly. But of course, the thicker you get, the fancier you get, doesn't do that as much. So I guess, you know, you've got your red toilet paper doing one thing or what else. But um, it's not as fancy as some people. Wealthy Romans used to use wool soaked in rose water as toilet paper and French royalty as if this is any surprise used lace (laughs) (laughs) lace Lace, which doesn't sound you know doesn't Doesn't sound sound particularly glamorous but um but yeah but apparently and uh, we do see like western european countries bidets are more efficient and more preferable to toilet paper so we're here in hong kong panicking about toilet paper you don't have enough toilet paper a you probably are using more than you really need to at the end of the day and B most of the world doesn't even use it so exactly. don't even panic they're all they're all laughing at us they are laughing at us very loudly and very enthusiastically um, but I have um, I have a quote I have a quote we can finish on today a toilet paper I have a toilet quote. paper quote I actually found a toilet paper quote <laughs> it is um, I've learned life is like a roll of toilet paper the closer you get to the end the faster it goes <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. Which I thought was a pretty solid, pretty solid way of looking at things, to be honest. Cruz, thank you so much for your sharing. Before I let you go, was there a time during this whole panic buy for toilet paper? Did you think, oh gosh, I don't have enough? Or, or did you have enough already? I had enough at the time. I had recently been to the supermarket and bought some. But I, you get stuck in that mentality. And I was like, oh, if we see some, maybe we should grab some. And I remember thinking, no, this is ridiculous. We're actually fine. We're actually, like, if I calculate this 
we we're at work all day you know there's not we don't go through toilet paper at home that quickly i'm like this is ridiculous so i never i didn't panic buy yeah i proudly proudly did not panic buy toilet paper uh, well in our situation we had we were down to three rolls <gasps> during the, oh all goodness. this and we we're like where are we going to get that's approximately three weeks for a, a household of three to four people <laughs> we were so worried we we're like okay what do we do so we'd go to the supermarket every day and there was nothing we'd yeah. go to the pharmacy there was nothing every every day until sunday my, my helper was like my friend can get you some <laughs> i was like, like so it's black a friend of a friend yeah sure people with a big coat flipping it open with like hanging rolls being like hey i can hook you up yeah that's hilarious oh. we pay by and she got it she, she got it yeah me. she managed to get uh just uh 12 rolls and we're like you know that will that will that will see us through and then now look everything is stopped everything's again. back exactly. and i think that's i mean i think we have to acknowledge that's the efficiency of our like we've got to pay a little bit of gratitude to the efficiency to the of our city yes. and and be like you know they like they just got on with it and we exactly. had it on the shelves again. and we got it back well we meanwhile back. <laughs> thank you so much for your time today uh cruz and i look forward to chatting with you next time thank you very much and that's a uh, cruzy mccalligan joining us this week for our audio column the